episode 122 of Board Games with Variant Hex is all about Make the Difference. I'm Kelly, and in this episode, Aaron and I review a game from Oink Games called Make the Difference. Oink Games seem to be getting larger and larger lately. This one is about the size of Moon Adventure, but still a fair bit smaller than Tiger and Dragon. Check the link in the episode description to see more information about this game and its expansion on Board Game Geek. Without further ado, I'll turn it over to myself and Aaron talking about Make the Difference. I took the one less traveled, Kelly. Okay, I didn't expect Robert Frost as a reference for what is a silly little drawing game. It made made all the difference. It made all the difference, yes. Make the Difference is a new-ish, probably, maybe, game from Oink Games. The link for all of the BGG information will be in the episode description, so we're not going to bother to cover that here. But in this game, you're trying to, I think you are, you are, it doesn't really get that deep thematically, but you are artists trying to make bold, unnoticeable differences so that you can get them by your opponents and score points. So to win, you are trying to make a difference on this little drawing. You have to, you have like a reference photo and then a photo you've yeah. made a difference on. Ima- imagine it's like something, it's like a it's like a black and white picture that you would yeah. have seen in like a highlights magazine as a child. Yeah, it's very it's an illustrated, a very flat illustrated. Like you could do it on a whiteboard. That was yeah. kind of a way to think of it. Just a very flat illustrated oh, picture. That would be fun. All in one, all in one color. Uh, And there's a timer where first everybody, I think, has as long as they want to uh, pick a picture. Make a difference. You take a sheet off the pad because there's all these different pads that have the same picture on them over and over again. I feel like you could also make like flip bookish kind of things if you had your own drawing moving through them. So then everyone gets a black marker and makes a difference in that picture. And when you see these uh, pictures, it's very easy to just add a line somewhere. There are some very basic rules about how you should and should not add to something. You can't just like darken a line. It's too hard to tell. You can't just like make a line thicker. That doesn't count. You have to actually go into white space. You need to make a difference. You need to make a difference. You have to go into white space separate from every line that's already been there. But you can't extend you can extend lines. the line. Yeah. I did that on one of mine. Uh, yeah, so you make five differences on your sheet of paper. Everyone's doing I this. I thought it was three. It's definitely five. Hmm. It's definitely five. You made five. Don't worry about it. You make five differences. And then this is where I think it's a very subtle thing, but it makes a big difference. There's this piece of like plastic, like see-through plastic. Yeah. It's just like, it's not perfectly clear, but it's it's quite clear but it keeps you from telling the difference between marker and print if it makes even once you don't have that on there and the ink dries it's still pretty hard to tell right honestly it's it's very it's making it 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 gives you just enough like just a tiny bit of not opacity i guess like very very high wait low opacity to mask it enough that you're not going to be able to just quickly tell where the lines are drawn because there's a difference in sheen right. or something like that. It kind of it makes everything the same matte finish. There's no sheen just yeah. because it was a marker was used. And uh, you flip over timer. It's, I think, a three-minute timer. 
if you had lots of people playing, they would all be looking for differences, all crowded around one picture, which might be a little weird because the pictures are not big. Yeah. You would all be. It'd be cool if you had like a, if you did it on like a. Transparency. Overhead projector. I bet you'd be able to tell pretty easy because of the light shining through the overhead projector. Maybe there'd be a sheen. Anywho, it's the game is perfectly fine just the way it is. Comes in a nice little small box. So everyone gathers around. They try to find where the difference is. And we just played with the two of us. So very easy. We just swap pictures. While they're looking for differences, the artist will confirm or deny whether those were in fact differences. Truthfully, it's not it's not a deception game. I don't feel like that needs to be stated, but yeah, it's not a deception game. And for every one that the players find during that first three minutes, they get a point. Then the timer flips over, imagining that there are still differences to be found. The timer flips over and everyone that is found during that second timer uh, span, both the players and the artist get a point. Yeah. So you get like a point for the like, artist gets a point if it was hard. If to it find. was harder to find. And then when it's all over the artist w- might still get points. There's this little measuring tool and you measure how long the line is based on this little reference. And the bigger the difference you have made that wasn't caught, the more points you get. Right, and if, if it's, it's too small, you get zero If it's points. too small, you get zero points. So you could make tiny little differences that no one finds and then also you won't get any points. So it's better if you either have one that gets found after three minutes so you get the same amount of points as everyone else Right. Or they don't find it at all. And it's like kind of a big, a big-ish line in terms of the scale of the photo. And then you'll get, I think, three. I scored a three-point line. I felt really good about it. Three points. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Then you go to the next person and you do the difference. When we got this at Gen Con, it comes in a nice little box. It also comes with, um, or there is an expansion available for it that gives you more pictures to play with. I think on one hand, it feels like, well, once I'm familiar with the pictures, I'm going to be able to spot the difference. But then because of the number of lines in it. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't think that that's really I mean, happening. It's, it's fun enough. Like, ooh, I like micro macro and you play that once and you're done. Micro macro. Oh, yeah. You know, it kind of has a look of micro macro with right. way thicker lines. Way thicker lines, smaller picture, of course. Yeah. If you want to have like black and white picture fun game day. Playing that game with micro macro. No, oh my there's too many things. <laughs> it would have made it. It would be a nice spinoff for micro macro to have a spot. The difference in like a small something. section, like maybe there'd be like a yes. a quadrant where you have to spot the section. Or if or that was like a different game that they did, like they printed a spot, the difference that was. Yeah. In their, in their Honestly, art that's, style. A, that's a great idea for them. They, they can have it for free if they happen yeah. to hear this. But yeah, that is how you play Make the Difference. It's super light. I don't remember who won, which says oh, a lot you know for what a happened? game. It was something. I think I found your last difference before you could remember where you yeah, put it. That's right. Like, so then we called it a tie. <laughs> yeah, it was a three-point line, and I did so good, I, I, I fooled myself. I, I didn't know where it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so overall, we'll just go to our thoughts. Is it good? Do we it, think it's a good? It is game? good. Yeah, it is yeah, good. I, would I think play so it, too. You know, I think right. so too. It for something like that, it would have been pretty easy. Like it wouldn't have been too surprising if we had got it, played it, and been like, nah. Now, it was pretty fun. Two players. Then I also think it'd be fun with more. I think it'd be fun with more. I'm. I don't know how much the size of the sheet, ma- like how difficult that would make it for everyone to really be well, seeing think, it. As we're recording a coffee shop games episode. Well, we're not. As we 
are talking about games that one could play at a coffee. It's a good coffee shop game. Yeah, you don't need a lot of space. And you could play it with strangers. And I also, not just coffee shop, you could play it at a coffee shop. We decided to do this one separately as its own little mini review. But you could play it like on the couch or not necessarily. You don't oh, need yeah. like a dining room or table. Like asynchronously. Like you could both just take a sheet in the morning. And then when you're done with your work days, you could be like, here's my sheet. Oh, I guess so. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. I don't, I don't know so much about that. But even if you had just a little She's table. Like, I, I take your idea. I reject it. We'll play together at a table. Even if you had just a little table where one person was doing it at a time. Oh, yeah. That'd that be would, fun. That would also be fine. Yeah. So, yeah, it does have a lot of flexibility in that way. And I think Oink games in general because they are all small box games, tend to have that kind of feel to them. We have had some small box games that unfurl quite large, especially no, some, this is some very, card games yeah, this is kind very, of end up getting sort of big, especially if you have to have like tableaus out in front of you, but this, this stays very small. I think the thing that makes this game unique, that's the next question, it doesn't fully sound like a game because those spot the difference puzzles, like that's right. just an established thing already, whether it's a photo that's been photoshopped or something like this that an artist has drawn different things i think as making that puzzle yourself another one where you kind of make the puzzle as you go that fiction game that we played which is by they don't call themselves board game tables all play that's what they call themselves now right where one person it's wordle like but one person is um sort of validating the wordle and giving one answer back as a lie so one of the letters right, they lie right. about and that's another one where you're sort of making this puzzle that's already popular and exists. So right. I think this game kind of fits in within that. I'm going to fiction's way harder. Yeah, it's way harder. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it's unique in this way. I think at some level, and this is maybe a perspective that can only come from someone who is awful at drawing. Oh, okay. Yeah. It is, I think, the dexterity game. I'm calling dexterity? it a dexterity game. Because here's the thing. If you make a crooked line, it's going to show out like a sore thumb. All the line, most of the lines are smooth. Now, so you need to be able to make a smooth line in relative thickness of the other lines on the sheet. And it is a dexterity game requiring what I would say is some of the more fine motor skills of any dexterity game. I don't think that you have to do a line exactly. And maybe that was felt like that way more on your sheet than mine. I think you could color in a section oh, because right. there's already a lot of lines and stuff. I think that you could probably make something that's not i feel like there were a few different areas I thought that was on a, mine i thought that would be considered darkening of existing lines if you didn't and also i wasn't sure how you would measure that for the points oh right because maybe that's maybe that's yeah maybe that's extending lines i will say that the thickness of the lines at least on the ones we had because we didn't look through all of them the thickness of the lines was pretty consistent yeah. throughout the whole thing so yeah you would want to match the thickness of the lines and which i don't think for you is a challenge at all like maybe something no. you hadn't considered until I just brought it up. Well, I thought of it like, I guess, a little bit strategically that if I didn't match the thickness, yeah, I'd have to look through. I have, I'd have to think about that more. And you're right. I didn't think of that as the challenge. You did have one line on yours, which was really skinny. And I was like, oh, I think that's, yeah, I think that's I mean, a line. It was a struggle. Yeah. yeah and then yeah, once yeah. I made the skinny line, I didn't want to thicken the skinny line because I'm like, well, it's going to look obvious that it's a skinny line that was thick. Well, and I think that's another thing. When you're playing it and you're looking at your sheet for so long, I think you start to lose a perspective of someone who's going to start looking at it for the first time for three minutes. I think the timer is pretty important because we did take probably longer than three minutes to 
fill in our oh yeah we were were being very thorough you're kind of examining everything and where would be a good spot and it's possible that we were like big old overthinking it because i yeah i think you could probably slap down lines pretty quick i thought it was gonna be just so obvious to find the lines but that's why those puzzles exist like it's it's not yeah it's not that obvious both of us thinking that it didn't fall flat is pretty surprising and impressive especially for a game that is very much flat Yes. As far as easy to learn, this is usually a question that we ask one another in the reviews, but this is incredibly easy to learn. All you have to do is draw a line. And I think you could play this with kids pretty young, to Aaron's point. With the ones who could draw. Maybe if they're very not interested or skilled at drawing, that would be bad. But like the, I will say that the shapes in the pictures are not like complicated shapes. They're not doing drawings that are, you know, architectural. Or something like that, where you'd feel like you'd had to have a ruler. Like they're not all like perfectly straight lines. Oh, or I would have liked like a that. ruler. Now maybe, yeah, maybe you would have liked a ruler, and that would make it easier, like to be able to do some of the lines. And then you could, and then thicken, thickening a line could be just an adjustment of where you place the ruler. Because I was worried that I would like try to thicken the line, and then I wouldn't draw exactly the same shape, and then it would oh, be like extending squig- a line, squiggly. Well, no, like let's say I draw a too thin line. And then I'm like, oh, I shall darken that line. But then I don't make the same shape with the arc as I darken the line. And now I have a squiggly line. And then to make the squiggly line not squiggly, I have to make it overly thick. You sound like like you were stressed. It was hard. Okay. I I wasn't stressed. Now, I guess the next question is usually, how do you feel while playing? I was a little stressed. stressed. Actually, I had a lot of fun during the after the post drawing. And I felt pretty good about the things. And then it was a little, I felt a little funny because I couldn't remember where I put the changes. Yeah. Which really goes into saying like, oh, it feels like it's going to be so easy. And then after everything kind of dries, you put the screen on there. You're like, I wrote it. I, I don't know. I know I put five. It does tell you to mark off. There's a little section at the bottom to mark off every time you make a difference. Yeah. So that you don't, I think, kind of forget and lose and, and make too many. Yeah. Next time I want to take notes. Like I'll just have a separate sheet. And I'll be like in the banana. Well, and that's when we couldn't find yours for a minute. Like you, you couldn't find it and I wasn't finding it. I thought you could probably look on the back or hold it up to yeah, light. Yeah, that was or a good idea. Like I think that. that's maybe how you found it. No. Oh, you just saw it. No, no. I, that wasn't how I thought it was going to be even easier. And that would depend on how hard someone, if someone had really oh, gone yeah. slowly. I think mine would have been darker than yours were. I think you were doing kind of a lighter touch. Um, so in closing, we don't have, I've been thinking of getting like or deciding on some kind of official recommendation rating oh, like system the seal of excellence but not that like a seal of excellence or uh, stamp of approval. approval and i thought about like top shelf or bottom shelf game i thought about something um. like that but it hasn't hasn't come through yet so for now we're still just saying would we recommend this game oh absolutely i mean i think and yeah i think so it's a little expensive. how much does it cost i've it may have been as much as 30 dollars you know it may have. For I the lack of replay exactly. value, like, I think if you get it on sale, I recommend it. There's a lot of sheets, and I don't know that but then Oink you, games aren't a thing that I'm often seeing just on sale that's everywhere. True. Now, they might be more affordable through some, like, board game websites, because it is a pretty small box. I imagine you can get throw it. into your order. You can get it used, and you're just missing a couple of sheets. Bob's your uncle. It'd be, I, it's so new and not so crazy popular that i would think finding it used would be difficult Mm. now could you find i was thinking like could you just make this game on your own yeah just buy two copies of highlights magazine 
from any and then i was thinking like printing off some just black and white pictures oh yeah i was thinking half price books highlights magazine all the way or like taking a picture and copying it yeah doing it yeah probably but you know that's that's not the point let's say any coloring book let's say you have thirty dollars maybe the thirty dollars was in part also the expansion pack let's say you have thirty dollars that you're interested in spending on games do it and yeah now Honestly, I don't think it's the first thing I'd pick for $30, even though it was fun. Like if I saw it just today, I, you know, you're caught up in the magic of Gen Con. If I saw it just today on the shelf and it's $30, there's a good chance I would pick something else on the shelf right next to it. You know what I mean? Like, However, I would buy like three of these copies if the alternative was buying that roller coaster game we talked about. Yeah, I only Which, paid 20 for that though. Uh, I think and maybe even a little less than 20. So uh, for roller coaster rush, yeah. Depending this on was how... far smaller and much more expensive, especially as a ratio than roller coaster rush. But I think we had more fun. Yeah. And so then, you know, what are you really doing? So who would we recommend this to? I think this could be a pretty good game for families, not super young kids. The yeah. super young kids though might enjoy spotting the difference even if they weren't good necessarily at drawing so it could be that the parents would do the drawing to make the differences and then the kids would try to spot them so you could have like a team sort of thing in that way the reason i recommend it is because i think it's good for anything like i think it's good for what you just said i think it'd be kind of cool at like like for teachers to have at school oh Uh, it'd be kind of fun It'd be fine if you had like a serious Euro gamers and you wanted like an appetizer. Oh gosh. Like, I don't I don't know. I don't know what they do. I don't know if that would work out. Well, now, we play serious Euro games. I know, but I think that we are we have a pretty wide angle on the things that we will play and enjoy. And I think that if you're narrowing down to one category, that maybe that's not as true. I did think that it's a good game for people who are not interested in board games because sometimes you'll you're super into board games you're listening to i don't know podcasts about board games maybe you're even recording one and people then find that out about you and maybe want to play a board game with you but then you're also like i know you don't want to play agra i know you don't want to play some huge castles of burgundy which isn't that bad but it's still way more than any average random person wants to do so this is the kind of game where you could pull it out after dinner because they know you want to play games. Yeah. They know you have a lot of games. It's it's one where I think my mom might, might play it. Oh, she would play it. Well, you know, you say that, but she'd much rather just sit by, see that we're playing it and, you know. And be. And chit chat. Well, what she would do is she would come over and she would criticize my additions, I think. I don't. With like love and charity in her heart. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that. But, you know, she wasn't our teacher, so what are you going to do? Yeah. So um, I, I think I, I might just leave us with a, something completely off topic, but then kind of on topic to what we talked about already. Okay. Variant Hex is a it's a dice base name that we've given. So I think cri- mm. what, uh, Hex is no. oh, Hex square. No, not really. But you can go ahead and say what you well, were going to say. I, I thought maybe critical hit would be too on the nose, but it's a, it's a, is it in the clubhouse for our recommendation calling it a critical hit? No, I don't. I don't think that it is. Variant was more gameplay variant. Hex was more like tile. Mm. Like because it's a hexagon. Oh, yeah. It was like a, yeah. Back to the drawing board. Oh, you're because of the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to episode 122. Be sure to subscribe to know when new episodes drop. 
You can follow us on Instagram, X, and Twitch at Variant Hex. We have a website and a blog at VariantHex.com, and you can email us at podcast at VariantHex.com. We have a couple more reviews headed your way before we once again find ourselves recapping the month in games played, the next one being our review of Faye. Unless you're listening to these in reverse, in which case you have 121 more episodes headed your way, the next one being our Games of the Month for August 2023. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for spending your time with us today.